0: Isaiah 60, and it's from the New King James Version. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. The Gentiles shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. Lift up your eyes all around and see, they all gather together, they come to you. Your sons shall come from afar and your daughters shall be nursed at your side. Then you shall see and become radiant and your heart shall swell with joy because the abundance of the sea shall be turned to you. The wealth of the Gentiles shall come to you. The multitude of camels shall cover your land, the dromedaries of Midian and Ephah. All those from Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and incense. They shall proclaim the praises of the Lord. All the flocks of Kedar shall be gathered together to you. The Rams of Nebaioth shall minister to you. They shall ascend with acceptance on my altar, and I will glorify the house of my glory.
1: Thank you very much, Sarah. I don't know how many of us understand um, the scripture we read um, this morning. If you've seen the number of people that have come to England, then probably you'll have said amen when they were reading that scripture. It's actually coming to pass just before our eyes uh, this morning. Good morning. Yeah, my name is Uduak. Uh, Uduak means God's will. And of course, my surname name is um, Akman And it also means important. So my name is the most important will of God. <laughs> How fun is that? All right, so, I mean, I can't take this. um, It's it's a real privilege to be here. And um, my standing here this morning shows the mindset of the church. And, I mean, I don't want to be anywhere else than this place. Thank you very much. I don't take this uh, for granted. Um, I just want to pray. Father, Lord, we thank you for an opportunity. It's a real privilege. Lord, is your glory. Take it this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Glorify Jesus in our midst. Glorify Jesus in our lives in the mighty name of jesus um make my pen make my pen my tongue like a pen of a red writer this morning in the mighty name of jesus amen. amen praise the lord all right so i'm going to probably rush through what i have here um because of our time of course um recently i was discussing something with my wife how god has been using people um around the world you know you just see manifestations around and um I mean, we couldn't but conclude that it was it's a, it's a time where the move of God actually started around the world. If you are very sensitive in the spirit, you will definitely know that God is actually doing some things in our life and in our midst. And who says revival cannot start from here? Who says revival cannot start from you? Depends on how you see it. But the point is, before you can start, you need to know it, you need to understand what God wants to do before you can actually know your place um, in what is going on currently. Um second Chronicles sixteen um, nine tells us that the eyes of God runs to and fro. Praise the Lord. He's looking for faithful ones, he's looking for those that their mind is consistently looking at him. He's looking at those he wants to pour his spirit, his weight. Bible calls that that weight, I mean that glory, weight of glory. Praise the Lord. Why does the Bible call it weighty? Because it needs to prepare you. Praise the Lord to carry that glory. You know, you can have a picture where you have something, something very heavy on your head, and you don't even know, I mean, how will I be able to carry this thing? So God wants to give people capacity to be able to carry him to manifest in this time and season. And that's why we have multinationals around, gathering this year, here this morning. Um, now, do you even know there's a move currently going on around you? Do you even know there's a move of God? Do you even know God wants to do something? Do you even know? Do you even feel or think God has a plan for this present day? I mean, the title of of my message is, your place in the last day, and specifically I use day, not days, because it's a dispensation. Praise the Lord. If you look at Ephesians, um, Ephesians chapter three, that's one and two, yeah. If you look at Ephesians chapter 3, 1 and 2, it calls it dispensation of grace. So it's a season. It's a period where God wants to do something. Praise the Lord. You know, we we heard about the story of Saul or Paul this morning, where he was going to Damascus. And God, what? Picked Paul because God wanted to start doing something new, something fresh. It was time for God to bring in the Gentiles. Praise the Lord. It was time for God to bring into the kingdom. So God had to choose a vessel. God tried Peter. Praise the Lord. But Peter did understand, he could not comprehend. Peter said, no, I can't eat this. And of course, but God placed the burden, I mean, the foundation on Peter, so that when Paul comes, it will be easy for Peter to be able to introduce Paul to the church so the church can accept what Paul was preaching because it was a new thing. And that's the same thing God wants to do in our lives. Praise the Lord. So, um, you know, the scripture says, if indeed you have heard of the disposition of the grace of God, which was given to me, for you. So it's not just about giving to me. It has to come through me. Now God has given me the understanding, be able to pass it through you so that you can have the understanding and be able to now manifest that same um, glory. So, you know, your understanding of this brings you into a conscious knowledge of what you are doing here and now and this time. Alice uh, always ask the question, why were you giving back to now? Life is not just about, you know, going to school, getting married, Buying houses, like in Nigeria we build houses, you understand? But here you buy mortgages, and when you retire to a particular plan, that's not life. If I came to England to work to earn 3,000, 4,000 pounds in England, then I'm of of all men most miserable. There has to be a plan of God, and I must understand the fact that there's something that God wants to do through my life. So the understanding gives me a perspective to be able to align myself to fulfill that which God wants to do. So it's the understanding that matters at this particular point. And that's what I want to call your attention to. That's what God has asked me to come and speak to you this morning. Praise the Lord. So if, you, if you, of course, you look at Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 to 14. Sorry, I requested for new KJV. I know you, you are not used to new KJV. But the point is most of the little errors in KJV, new KJV corrected. For example, where they were mentioning using the word it for the Holy Spirit, they used he in the new KJV. Praise the Lord. So that's why I use um, KJV. So if you look at Revelation chapter 4, um, 11 to 14, it said, And he himself gave some to the apostles, and some prophets, some evangelists, and some apostles, and some teachers. Now, my emphasis is for the equipping of the saints. Now, why, do, why would they need the equipping when they're already saints? <laughs> Why would, this, why would the people need equipping if they're already saints? But it has to be because God already sees them. God declares the end from the beginning. You know, God creates a finished product and put it here. Then now go back to bring you into alignment to fulfill that particular thing. So what God wants you to see is this, not where you're starting from. Some of us go through challenges. Praise the Lord. But the challenge is part of the making that can take us to that particular point. So many people just feel that it was it was sin that kept the children of Israel in, I mean, in the wilderness for 40 years. But the point is, while they were going through that challenge those, in those, those times within that 40 years, God trained them. Because where they were going to, even though it's a land of promise, a land of flowing with milk and honey, they had to fight to occupy it. So they needed what? Preparation. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the defying of the body of Christ. Some of us feel that because I'm not a pastor, I'm not an apostle, I'm not a teacher, I'm not a prophet, so I don't have a part in it. You lie. You have a part in it. You have a part in it. You are important. If you are not important to God for this dispensation, God will not bring you forth. He doesn't make mistakes. I keep telling people that God did not make a mistake by making me or creating me a Nigerian. My father had an opportunity to go to... I mean, to travel to Scotland um, some way, way years ago, before I was giving birth to. And it turned it down because of his wife. And I was like, the day I heard this story, I said, what? So I would have been a citizen of Scotland. But the point is, I got to check in my spirit because God did not make any mistake for making me a Nigerian, praise the Lord. God does not, we don't choose our colors, we don't choose our parents, we don't choose our lineage. God chooses this for us. Praise the Lord. So it brings us forth. When you can see beauty from where you are coming from, then you can see where you are going to. But if you don't appreciate where you are coming from, where you are, then you can't appreciate where you are going to. And God can't even open your eyes to see it. Praise the Lord. So, um, you know, for the perfecting of the sin, for the, the for, for divine of the body of Christ, till we all come to unity of the faith and knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer longer be children to and fro. Children are told what to do. Praise the Lord, they don't take responsibilities. Yes, so if you are a a Christian, don't take responsibility, you are always waiting to be told what to do. I keep telling people that God did not make us believers. We didn't become born again to church or just to church. It's good to fellowship, we create cultures, but God is expecting us to take his glory out there. I'm gonna use an illustration here. Some of us, I was discussing with Dan the last night, some of us are connectors. Praise the Lord. We have some people that God is putting his spirit on, but they are in different places because somebody needs to bring them together to shine their light. So that's why some of us need to come together. I mean, I appreciate this church so much. Seriously, I appreciate this church so much. It's a rare privilege to be on this platform. But the point is, we need to know why you've opened your doors to people like us. Praise the Lord! Praise the Lord! When God was going to start a dispensation in Babylon, we heard the story this morning. God chose Esther. Esther was just like a random girl, you know. Nobody knew why Mordecai took Esther to Babylon, but she was there to fulfill a purpose. She didn't know it herself, but she was in the right place for the right purpose and the right. Even though it was true slavery. Praise the Lord! So, if you if you look at Esther, Esther chapter two verse eight. He said, yeah, "Let me just, let me just, um, just point out what I want." He said that Esther also was taken to the king's palace, just like a random guy. Any other person would have been chosen, but it was Esther. But it was Esther. Why are you here this morning? Somebody else could have been here, but why you? Praise the Lord. Why you? Esther was chosen. So every election is always for a purpose. There's always a preparation for the day of manifestation. And this is one of the reasons God has brought you here in a time like this. Praise the Lord. The devil is on the loose. The devil on the rampage. I'll give you instances. Number one is the level of fear around the world. The level of fear around the world. Because fear is opposite of faith. They cannot be together. You cannot reach God through fear. So the moment you begin to manifest or take decisions based on fear, you might be walking away from your destiny. Praise the Lord. It's faith towards God. Fear this way, faith this way, they can never miss. So every time they sense fear in your life, then you know that the devil is around. Praise the Lord. So if you you are constantly living in fear, you might need to come out to be prayed for, probably after the message. Praise the Lord. So fear cannot point to God. That's number one, fear. Number two, bitterness. If you are living in bitterness, the devil wants to steal your mind, to give you something else to think about other than God. Praise the Lord. The, third, the last thing I'm going to talk about is policies will shift. When God was going to raise Jesus, there was a policy shift that all the children between age zero and two should be killed, just to kill the destiny of Jesus. When God was going to use Moses. There was a policy shift. Praise the Lord. So whatever policy shift that you see, like the scripture we read this morning, Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1 to 7, only a devil will push out the manifestation of God. That's why you have to stand up. Praise the Lord. And standing up is not going to the street. It's not going to the street. You know? Um, Um... I said, you can see that in verse 2. So for behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and deep darkness the people, but the Lord will arise over you. Now, why will God ask you to arise and shine? Because of what? Because there's darkness. There's a, there's a movie I watched, I don't know if it's Green Hornet or Green Lantern. I don't know who, who sees that film. Who has seen that film? Green Hornet or Green Lantern. You see where the elders stood on a particular platform and they were pushing back darkness. That's what God wants you to do. Because darkness is coming and infiltrating the mind of the people through sickness, through divorce, through bitterness, through, you know, different things. And what we keep doing is fold our hands and sit down and say, what can the church do? But the church can pray. The church can pray. Praise the Lord. The church can pray. Fear not. No, this is the reason. It is the reason God wants you to shine for you know, fear not. If you look at um, um, John chapter 14, verse 1, uh, recently I discovered I was living in fear and I heard in my spirit, John 14, verse 1, He um, said, let not your heart be troubled. Believe in me, believe in God. And I heard in my spirit, do not do anything again going forward with fear. So each time fear wants to come, I remember that particular scripture. Now let me tell you something about fear. You can't live in faith looking at the words of fear. You can only live in faith looking at the word of God. For for what happens for faith comes by what hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if you are living in fear then it tells you your word level is very very low. It's just that's the way it works. You are a spirit being. The more word you can take in, the more life of faith you live and manifest. Praise the Lord. So, fear not. Fear not. Because you carry something. Job 32 verse 8 says, But there's a spirit in man, and the breath of the Almighty gives him understanding. Every child of God, every one that has given his or her life to Christ already has that Spirit, that power resident within them. But you need to bring it to manifestation because it can only be dormant. You'll make heaven. But the point is, the things God wants you to do might not be able to do when you do not activate your capacity, your power. The mic I'm using has the potential to what? To, 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 what, to amplify my volume. If I ask them to turn up the mic now, you won't hear me anymore. But does it mean the potential is not there? Potential will always be there. So that's the same thing with every child of God. So the more I see sin... The more I'm confident, we are more, you know, we are now in the days of manifestation. For what? For wherever sin abounds, what happens? Where sin sin abounds, what happens? Grace did much more abound. Meaning that the more I see sin out there, the more, if I glue my knee to to the floor to pray to God, then there's more grace to be able to abound above the level of sin that increases. So no matter the level of sin, there's already provision. No matter the level of sin, no matter the level of moral, you know, decline, whatever you want to see, there's already a provision to bring forth your child in the way of the Lord. There's always a provision to bring forth, to manifest that which God wants to do in our lives. So, you know, the most in about now, but the question is, how do you fit in? How do you fit in? God is in the business of raising men. When I say men, I mean both men and women. I mean, what do you give priorities to? Your prayer life can tell. What you ask God consistently for can actually answer this question. What are your priorities? 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 priorities? The the things of God or yourself or your need your prayer point can clearly define this. You know, I was telling my wife recently, I said, the more delays we experience, eh, the more opportunity we have to grow in faith. That's why the devil doesn't know. The devil might cause delay. Delay might not come from God. But the point is that the more delayed you are, the more you can trust God. Because God is saying, look at me. Don't look at the problem. So I can't believe God looking at the problem. But I can believe God looking at his faithfulness in the lives of people. And that's why God will, send, God will send help at different intervals for you to know that, you no, know, I've not left you, I've not forgotten about you. So God, God, somebody can just walk up to you to tell you something beautiful. That's why it is very important with fellowship. That's why it is very important that whenever we are together, I mean, whatever God has put in your heart for a particular person, just say it out. You never can tell what that person is going through. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So I, thought, I said, it's not a time for despair. It's a time to believe God more, because faith will always lead to God, hundred percent. Even when you make mistake, because you are in faith, God will bring you back. Praise the Lord. So how do you fit in? Now you will only live a life of fear when you are far from God's word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So, um, so also is fear. Now. When your eyes are more on the news than the word of God, you will live in fear. Some years ago, I made up my mind I was not gonna I was gonna stop listening to listening to news. And someone said, How do you survive? How do you know what's going on around you? But the point is that for the last 10, 15, 20 years right now, as a matter of fact, since I got married, we've not tuned into a news channel in my house. If my wife was here this morning, you could testify that. And because of that, my children do not know a lot of songs that are raining. I asked my, my, my son, uh, uh, some weeks ago, um, um, he said, who is the person? But it's the only person that has gone global from Nigeria, but they don't know him because we don't listen to news. <coughs> Praise the Lord. It's a good thing. They might not be able to dance the new dancing step in schools, but the point is that their focus is solely on God. It's solely on God. So, I don't listen to the word of fear, so I have to live in faith. God is the business of raising men, but He wants you to know who you are. So, can you take your place? John chapter 10, we're supposed to read 25 30, but I'll just look at something. Look at verse 30 of John chapter 10, verse 25. He said, Just said what? I and my father are one. What was just saying at that particular time? Just was not scared to tell the Pharisees that his divinity. Even in, that, even in human flesh, he wasn't scared because he knows, he knows, I'm using the word knows, he knows who he is because he's living, he's alive. Amen. You know, Joe was not scared to reveal his divinity. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 said, God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish, over uh, the best of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth. Meaning that for every person, individual God created, God made a man of dominion. God made a man of dominion, a man that can be in charge of his environment. So when you stand, I wrote something down about, about John Knox. So you can see where we are, in case I can't finish the teaching, because of the time. He said, one of the largest, If you, many of us know John Knox from Scotland. Yeah, he said, one of the largest opposition to his ministry, Queen Mary of the Scots, is said to have said, I fear John Knox's prayer more than all the assembled armies of Europe. John Knox came and said, give me Scotland except or I die. Praise the Lord. People, I heard about John Knox that beer palace, beer shops were closing up. He wasn't fighting directly, he was in his room doing something. But the shops were closing up. People were losing desires to drink. People were losing desires. Praise the Lord, to do the wrong thing because somebody was praying. I had about um, um, Ria Bonki. went to the supermarket to the shop and somebody was smoking. And at the moment he looked at John, John um, Benny, I mean, um, what's his name again? Ria Bonki's eyes, he dropped the cigarette and knelt down and said, Please pray for me. I want to accept Jesus. How did he know? There's something you carry. There's something you carry. There's something you carry. God depends on it. God needs it to comfort. God needs it to manifest. Praise the Lord. So now, so, so we we God. What gave us dominion is because we are like God. You know, giving the right to be in charge. Man operated in this realm until sin. Of course, I don't want to go into that. Romans three twenty three. But in John chapter 3, verse 16, Ephesians 2, verse 6, it was revealed that man retrieved that dominion. And that's the present day truth. And that is the life we now live. Praise the Lord. We are seated where? In heavenly places. Far above all principalities. Far above powers. Policies. Praise the Lord. Power, far above kingdoms. Whether on earth, whether in heaven, whether underneath. You can change things. You can change things. And that's why God said you should look at Romans chapter 12, verse 1. He said, what? Can can we have it now? Yes. Do not copy the behavior of customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person. What I want you to see is that new person. You've, You've been changed. So you need to tell your mind who the new person is. You need to constantly remind because the slave mentality has not left. The slave mentality wants you to always be under. The slave mentality wants you to always be far from God. But God needs you to always remind. And that's why it was written in, in, in Romans two to, to remind you of who you are. Praise the Lord. This is conforming to the new you. The new reality, you have to, you have to consciously remind yourself. How did Jesus move? from the only begotten son in John 3.16 to the first begotten. Have you ever thought about it? In John 3.16, he was the only begotten. In Revelation five or Colossians 1.18, he was the first begotten. I don't understand. Do you, do you get my logic? He was the only begotten. But in Revelation five, he was the first begotten from the dead. Ha, somebody's not getting something. Now compare Colossians 1 18 to Ephesians 2, verse 4. You know. You know, but God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love, which he loved us. Praise the Lord. Next one, yes. To six. To six. You can just put on six. Let's just see verse 6. There's something good about seeing the scripture. Sorry, I put them on tight spot there. There's something about seeing the scripture. You know, God told me recently that the more you look at the world... The more life you're taking, it was, you know, it's like, I used the example with the children the last time where you have, where you have like water boiling to 100%, you know, you know, vapor, you know, you know, when vapor comes out of water, boil to 100 degrees, that's how challenges and problems begin to flee from your life, the more you look at the scriptures. Praise the Lord. So, verse 6 says what? Two, two, verse 6. All right, so we we'll just move on. So, but okay, now now, I raised up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in what? In Christ. That's what I wanted you to see. In Christ Jesus. So, when God sees me, who does he see? Who does he see? He's Christ. So, when I go to God for, 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 for something, go to God for my life, I go to God for glory, God look, at, God look at my life, my situation through Christ. But the point is, if I can align my life to fulfill, or to be in line with God's will, then definitely my life will begin to run smooth. But it doesn't mean that the devil will not fight. And that's why you have challenges in life. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, God, Christ, the only begotten, became the first begotten because he has brought us in and has raised us up together with him. So we died with him and were raised with him. So he was the first begotten in death because we also died and what? And raised with him to live in the place of dominion. Praise the Lord. So God calls us his children. God calls us sons. Romans 8:14. For as many that are what are led, are what? are called what? For as many that are led by the spirit, are what? Sons. sons of God. So God calls us sons, so if God calls us sons, then who are you? Don't forget, Christ called himself. I am my father, what? I won. So if God calls you son, who are you? Let me, give you an, let me ask you a question. Can lion give birth to a goat? Lion give birth to his kind. So if God calls you son, who are you? Praise the Lord. So if God is divinity, who are you? Praise the Lord. So if God, if God is divinity, who are you? So if God can command things to come to pass, what can you do? Praise the Lord. That's what I want you to say this morning. So but we cannot do this, but uh, manifest this, except we know if you are God's child, who are you now? Ephesians 2:6 And I raised up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, not outside Christ. This is our place of dominion. Um, lions dominate their territories, and everyone present here is our can represent Israel nation and can ignite a fire. And ignite a revival. God is waiting to call on Him on behalf of what your nation. I love what we did this morning. Now, I have some questions for you. How many are ready to change things on their knees? How many? How many will build up themselves for God's glory praying in the Holy Ghost? He that speaketh in unknown tongues edified himself. How be the speaker mysteries unto God? Jude. 20 says what? Building up yourself in the Most Holy Ghost, praying in the Spirit. So the more you pray in the Spirit, the more you You are building up yourself in the Most Holy Faith. And the more you build up yourself in the Most Holy Faith, the easier it becomes for you to hear God. I walked around recently, and I just went for a prayer walk, around down to HD3 and I passed by a particular school. And as soon as I passed that school, I, I could literally feel there was a manifestation of demonic activities around that particular place. And I heard my spirit, are you gonna do this for the next seven days? I said, ah! And I heard God told me, I believe, I'm confident that God told me, don't ever tell me no. So I did this, it's second day, but the third day I went to work and I was coming back, I was tired, literally like light on the road. But because I committed that I was going to do it around the seven days, I went around. As soon as I passed through the school, I received something like, like light, burning lifted from me, I received my inner strength, and I was able to do it the third day, the fourth day, the fifth day the, day, the sixth day, the seventh day. And so God wants to open our eyes to correct things in our environment. We can't sit down here and complain what is happening in Africa, policies and all those things. I had a challenge recently. I told my sister-in-law, I said, it will change because I know what I was doing in my room. Yes. And it changed. And she said, you, you said it. And so, God needs us to change. How many will cry out to God, saying, give me England, give me Scotland, give me Wales, give me Europe, South America, give me Nigeria? How many? I'm not trying to become a pastor, but you are trying to make things right from your room. Praise the Lord. How many will say to God on their knees, show us your glory, reveal your glory in our lands. Praise the Lord.